Hey everyone, welcome back to Agency Hacker. I'm Justine, your co-host of the show. Today we are here with Andre Rosedahl, CEO at Synthesis Insights. How are you, Andre? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well as well. Let's get started. What does your agency do and how did you start it? Yeah, um, so Synthesis Insights is a um, agency that focuses on helping small and medium-sized businesses, uh, primarily in the B2B space. Um, we tend to focus on helping businesses in the $25 million a year range um, with their lead generation efforts. So um, anything from marketing strategy down to tactical implementation as far as digital advertising and SEO is, is really what we focus on. Nice. That's amazing. When did you get started? Um, so I've been in the advertising space um, for about 12 years now. Um, I got started in television advertising um, on the pricing and analytics side. And uh, as that industry was changing, I shifted into the digital uh, marketing space um, and started an agency about five years ago with a business partner. We focused primarily on social media marketing. Uh, fast forward that to pretty much right when COVID started, um, decided to branch off and create my own agency. So this agency has been um, in existence ever since uh, about April of 2020. Wow, new. Okay, that's amazing. There's been a lot of growth in the past two years. How would you say you got to that point? Yeah, um, I think primarily uh, due to cultivating relationships um, and really just staying on top of uh, the changes in the digital advertising space. Um, things move really rapidly. Um, I would say that having a good understanding of, of consumer behavior and classical marketing approaches has really helped uh, the business grow at a, at a faster rate than, than, than I expected. That's amazing. Can you expand more on the consumer behavior and just being well-versed in that realm? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had a, a background in, in consumer research initially working in TV advertising and, and really, um, you know, our focus is, is primarily on getting our clients to start thinking more about their customers. Um, one thing that I've noticed that as businesses grow, they tend to focus on their services and products rather than the problem that they're solving. So uh, a lot of times clients will come to me and say, hey, you know, Andre, I want to do Google ads or I want to do SEO or I want to do Facebook ads because that works for my, you know, my competitors. That's what they're doing or that's what I hear is the hot buzz. Um, but I really want to kind of reel back that, uh, reel it back a little bit and go through, you know, the traditional marketing approach of setting up uh, customer personas, going through the, the, the customer journey and making sure that we are um, finding out consumer pain points mm -hmm. and solving those pain points before focusing on tactics. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I mean by getting it back to basics is really, um, having a deep understanding of the consumer and thinking about why you started your business in the first place. It wasn't to sell more products because they're faster, you know, blue or whatever that is. It's, it's because you saw that people had a problem and you wanted to solve for that problem. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really getting back to that, that process. 
Yeah, I love that that you mentioned, you know, the, just having a deep understanding of, of the consumer and just to identify their pain points. Does that allow you to get personal with the type of clients that you work with, I'm guessing? Yeah, it, yeah. it really does. It kind of creates a, um, a deeper bond. And I think for me personally, that's, that's my favorite part about um, this job is that I'm able to create these connections and really um, help, help other businesses grow. I think um, you know, I got into this space because, um, you know, I, I like business, I like, you know, growing businesses, but it's also about helping other people, um, mm -hmm. and kind of being empathetic to, to their problems. So it's almost, you know, it's like that it's like a second layer layer. I have to focus on growing my business, but to grow my business, I have to focus on growing someone else's business so that that creates, um, kind of these stronger relationships that I really enjoy. Yeah, I think that's a huge plus. I mean, it just emphasizes the importance of being service-based, I would say. Mm -hmm. You know, what have you learned from your first agency? So before 2020 compared mm -hmm. to now, how has that helped you currently? Yeah, that was, uh, that was a great, um, definitely a great learning experience. I think with that agency, we, we uh, tried launching a lot of different products, a lot of different services. Um, just to kind of test the market, we, you know, we, we flirted with, uh, with a web, uh, division where we were, you know, launching large websites and working with developers and things like that. Um, through that experience, I realized that that's not really, um, what I enjoy doing the most. I really enjoy the, the sales and marketing aspect more rather than the development side. Um, and also that side just wasn't as profitable as some of these other avenues and, um, so one of the main things was, was really learning what I'm best at and what the agency's best at and really focusing on only providing those services rather than being a, a one-stop shop for everybody. Mm, yeah. Understandable. When, what, can you emphasize on what you mean by you learning what you're best at? Were you able to just delegate tasks to your team members or? Yeah. So it was, it was really like, um, kind of creating an identity for mm -hmm. the agency and saying, okay, we're rather than being good at five things, we're really going to be good at Google ads, or we're really mm -hmm. going to be good at understanding the customer journey rather than, um, you know, at the beginning, like clients were coming to me, huh, Andre, do you do this? Do you do that? And that's like, uh, I mean, there is like, you have to fake it till you make it a little bit at the beginning to make, you know, to make money. But, um, yeah. as, as I gain confidence, being able to say, no, I'm not best at this, but, I know someone who is good at this. It creates, again, that deeper trust in those longer relationships. And I found that being the kind of being the best at one thing is, is a lot better than being mediocre at a, at a lot of different things. Yeah, I agree. I think that's amazing. I think it speaks to just integrity in business and being able to say, okay, I mm -hmm. can't do this. I can do this. Would you say that integrity is a core value within your agencies? Yeah, definitely. I think. Um, being, uh, you know, having sales being a large part of my role, especially, you know, with some of my team being delegated other tasks, um, having the confidence of knowing that this is something, you know, we're really good at, um, it just shines through. It makes that process a lot easier. Clients, you know, they, again, it comes back to that trust and, and having these longer term relationships that integrity is, is so important. Um, and I think it's okay to, to try new things and, and explore other opportunities, but, um, 
it really does. It really, as you grow, you kind of, you learn more about yourself as a person or as a company and, and find out what you're best at. Absolutely. Yeah. Who would you say your clients are? Is it inbound, outbound, referrals, ads, social media? Yeah, I would say that um, all of our clients really are referral based. Um, a lot, like a lot of other agencies, um, I found that my best networking partners typically are other marketing agencies. And again, coming back to that integrity, um, being able to say like, okay, I'm not the best at web design, but I know this killer agency in Portland that can do a great job. I can send them business and then vice versa. They send me business when they're like, okay, we need a lead generation expert or kind of someone to perform a deep analysis on our, on our, on our client base. Um, so I would say that that is really one of the best networking partners that, that we've cultivated um, throughout, throughout time. Um, I think next level, we'll look at um, doing some more outbound and then kind of creating content and um, getting to that level where more and more clients are finding us directly rather than through, uh, you know, networking partners. Mm, that's amazing. Would you say that just having referral clients, did it pour into your current agency right now from the past? Like just building relationship? Yeah. Yeah. I would say even through uh, working in the, in the television market and just making a lot of contacts in that space, um, especially as that, that market was shifting, we were able to kind of take clients that I worked with in the past and, and, and bridge those relationships to, to open up other relationships too. Um, I think, you know, networking is, is such a key part and it really takes a, it takes, it takes a while. I would say, um, in general, from my experience, networking can take two to three years before you really start to see the results from it. So, um, I think, at the beginning, I had this idea that, okay, cool, you know, I do a few networking events and like, oh, clients are just going to pour in. But it's someone that I met seven years ago that mm -hmm. now is like my best referral source. So just just keep at it, I would say, um, and, and, and be true to, true to yourself. Yeah, that's a great piece of advice. Did it, was it hard for you to just stay patient over time or did, has it gotten easier, I would say? It's definitely, it's definitely a, a bit of a snowball effect where at the beginning I'm like, okay, how do I drum up business? How do I find clients? Um, and then it just kind of, uh, it starts to, it starts to kind of snowball. And I see that, uh, initially, um, I worked with a lot of small businesses, so I got a lot of experience in watching them grow. And I think it was always that three year mark, um, for them. And I noticed like for my first agency, it was around that three year mark where things started to hockey stick growth. Where you're like, okay, I want years one and two, like I'm eating ramen. Um, and then year three, it's like, cool, now we can go out to dinner. And 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 this is this is you know why I started this business in the first place. So being patient um and and just continuing to put in the time and, and just working, working hard. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, just seeing the difference, just the differences you mentioned with food. I mean, that's that's a tell of the experience and the work it took to get there. Yeah. You know, just to transition, what would you say is your current agency's expertise right now? So um, I would say if we're looking at kind of specific tactical implementation, it's SEO. So anything from creating a, a full content strategy for your website, uh, blogging, those types of aspects, specifically with the emphasis on creating leads um, mm -hmm. and not just traffic. 
and then as well as Google ads. So um, I, I, I love the product. That's really been an area that um, I've just seen as an opportunity. A lot of agencies typically focus on Facebook and, and other ads, whereas Google is kind of this leftover. Uh, I don't know. I want to say it's like the step, like the, mm -hmm. the, the stepchild that's forgotten. But to me, it's, it's, it's weird. It's just, I keep getting, I keep getting a ton of uh, requests for, for Google ads because I can't find someone that's good at it. So that's an mm -hmm. area that we really, um, that's really been a good, good business driver for us. That's amazing. Would you say you, pr you would prefer Google ads as well? Not just with working with clients, but personally as well. Yeah, I think especially, um, combined with SEO, they're, they're, it's really strong um, because of the information that Google Ads provides. Yeah. Uh, if we're looking at creating kind of an SEO or content strategy, having the understanding of these keywords are perform like are providing us instant results. This is an area that we can grow uh, a long-term SEO strategy for and eventually maybe replace our Google Ads or, or supplement them. So it, it I think it's great because it provides a ton of information. I'm a bit of a, a little bit more of an analytical person too. So mm -hmm. that strategy of it really uh, is exciting. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I align with that as well. Do you think that's changed with just technology rapidly evolving over the years mm -hmm. or yeah, has your yeah. passion grown for it? Yeah, I would say it has um, just being able to have uh you know, especially coming from the TV side where we really didn't have a lot of insight into what was working or what wasn't working. It was, you know, maybe we could uh, attribute some effectiveness to like if, for example, if working in a car dealer, like, okay, we, we had like this Memorial Day ad running. Um, did you have, did you sell more cars? Like that would be the question we'd ask on Monday. Um, or maybe we'd look at the website and be like, okay, 15 minutes after an ad ran, did mm -hmm. we have an increase in website traffic? But mm -hmm. with the ability now um, on the digital side to really track so many stages of the sales process, sales and marketing process, I love that because you get that instant feedback into what's working and can quickly pivot away from other strategies if they're not working. So um, I really like that aspect of it. Absolutely. What would you say is the like the opposite of not getting like feedback right away? Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes th that happens in the SEO space too, mm -hmm. where like, okay, we put together this, you know, this big strategy around maybe a, a specific, like, let's say we're going after people looking for WooCommerce, uh, mm -hmm. you know, services, and we put together like 10 articles on this and three months roll by and like, okay, traffic is not really growing um so that that in that space you don't get that instant feedback but maybe six months down the line okay cool now finally we're starting to rank for these and the leads are coming in yeah um, but that's where that combination with google ads is really effective because you can kind of test that before you create that longer term strategy mm -hmm. thank you for expanding on that what would you say you're currently learning right now to just level up your agency yeah, uh, I'm really focused on uh, processes and creating standard operating procedures mm -hmm. and setting realistic goals. So uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, of Traction by uh, Gino Wickman and, and that process. And even the way that now I'm setting up team meetings and things like that, really everything's intentional and, and meant to be 
kind of hyper-focused on getting to the next level. Um, so that's, that's kind of, uh, where we're at right now, as well as, um, still kind of in that growing space. So we just brought someone new on, um, and might look to bring on another team member next year. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Would, would you say that what you're learning right now currently for your agency is the same that what you learned in the past as well, just bringing on new team members or systems? Ye- yes. I'd say these things are like things that I knew, Yeah. Uh, but it's for me um, and I've talked to other entrepreneurs and business owners too. There's like this, there's this hump that I had to get over where it's like, okay, I got to let go now. I have to trust that someone else can do the job. Um, and that's the only way I'm going to grow. So kind of, um, letting go a little bit and making sure that systems are in place. So that way I'm setting up a team member for success and Mm -hmm. not, um, not having unrealistic expectations too. So that's, that's been the, that's been the goal this year and kind of working on getting over that hump still. Mm, Yeah. Unrealistic expectations. That's huge. Yeah. Can you walk us through just when you got to a point where you were like, okay, I need a team? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I think I was working like 70 hours a week and uh, just yeah. really wasn't, didn't have a lot of time. So I think that was, that was a kind of a wake up call. Uh, in some ways, COVID was like the best time to start a business, uh, start this second business because I uh, had so much time and I could just laser focus on everything. And it kind of gave me that outlet of like, okay, the world sucks right now, but um, at least I'm building something. Um, but, you know, I got to that point where, you know, there's other things in life that are really important to me. And I wanted to be able to enjoy some of those things as well as, uh, you know, coach someone and, and help mm-hmm. someone else in their career grow. So those, those were kind of the main triggers that, that led me to say like, okay, it's time. Um, so yeah, it's a combination of, of time, motivation, and, and I'd say like, you know, a revenue goal too, mm-hmm. where like, okay, it's time. I've reached a peak. I can't work anymore. How can I grow this thing? With, yeah. You know, and it was really like bringing on other people. Yeah. It sounds like. You just need a lot of flexibility, being able to be open to yeah. you know, team members. How has having team members really helped you? Just having that support? Yeah, it's a little it's a lot more fun. Uh yeah. kind of bouncing ideas off of others. And and I think that like I don't I don't know if it's I don't know who said this, but it's kind of that that one plus one equals three, where okay, I think I'm gonna add on like, you know, maybe I can like double growth if I add on one more person, but it's really like tripling growth because the, the ability to work with someone else and work with others is such, so great because you get that fresh perspective. Um, and, 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 you know, there might be other deals, like there, there's probably better ways of doing things in the ways that, that I have. Uh, so it's, it's really exciting to, to both teach and learn at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. That's so important. Teach and learn, you yeah. know, would you say that in the beginning of your journey, did you need team members at that time as well compared to now? Or is it just at 20, during 2020, you realized you need team members? Yeah, I think at the, at the beginning didn't, uh, um, just, just didn't have the, the client base at that time was yeah. really just trying to hustle, trying to meet as many people as I could. And, nice, um, yeah. 
and things like that. So it was, it really wasn't until I let, you know, it was, it just, it just happened so that I let, I let the kind of the business need dictate that, um, mm-hmm. dictate the, the people need. Yeah. So what did it take to just become consistent? I mean, two years is a short amount of time. So mm-hmm. what did it take to just be in that consistent bracket, I would say? Yeah, it's uh, all about habits for me. I'm very like, uh, I'm very much a habit-driven person. So I, there's a great book called Atomic Habits. That's a really good one. And just being consistent every day. Um, and even on days where I don't feel my best, just putting in like a little bit, right? And not yeah. doing nothing, doing something even when I don't want to. Um, yeah. and it just kind of snowballs and... Um, you know, I think the, the confidence of, of watching other businesses grow and knowing that it's going to take time and it's going to take three years, that has helped me kind of keep my eye on the prize even when it's like, okay, I'm not really growing at the rate that I, I want to, but yeah. I know it's going to come. Um, yeah. So it's a lot of that self-belief too. Absolutely. Did Would you say that collaborating helped you out lo- at all with other agency owners with that self-belief? Yeah. And that was actually a huge growth driver as well. Um, so I've, I also do, I'm on a platform called lunch club where you, you know, you meet one kind of random person every week yeah. in, uh, any industry, but the caliber of people on there has been high and I've learned a lot from them. Uh, I do a monthly mastermind that kind of keeps me fresh on ideas as well. Um, and then also, um, you know, I've, I've, I've helped other agencies grow, and in that process, I've learned a lot about how they run things. So it's, yeah. it's kind of collaborating and, and, oh, you're doing it that way? Cool. I can maybe borrow that idea. Yeah. Um, so it can, that can really level up, um, you know, speed up the process of, of growth for sure. That's amazing. Just sounds like just branching out, once again, getting flexible, of course. Did you yeah. see yourself entering in this field 20 years ago from now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> No, I was pretty much an introvert. Uh, you know, I still, I still kind of am a hybrid in that area. But um, yeah, I, I, I thought I just wanted to like be behind a desk and, and do analytics and kind of be the guy behind the scenes. Uh, but just, you know, as, as I grew, I found that I could provide more value by being in all areas of the business. And, and that gave me a lot of uh, self-worth and, you know, confidence and just stepping out of my comfort zone was the best thing that I could ever do for my, for, for myself and, and for the future. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, you have the results to show for it. So it's just, as you mentioned, just being service-based in that realm mm-hmm. is just so important for growth. So on the flip side, what would you, what would you currently say you're most proud of right now in your journey? Uh, I would say kind of being consistent and uh, saying no to mm. to deals that aren't right for me, mm. and then that take that took like a level of of confidence to get to that area. Where in the past I would take I would work with people where I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to help them yeah. or if you know if I if they were a bad personality fit. So now my filtration process is a lot, a lot stronger as far as I really only want to work with people that I like and that I can help. And if those two things aren't both met, then 
it's not the best usage of time for either one of either party. Yeah. Why can you expand a little bit more on the why you run work with people that you like and also can help? Yeah, uh, I think I got into this business because I like I have a genuine curiosity about how um, what motivates people and, and also how other businesses work. So kind of the why behind it is that I really enjoy I really enjoy seeing other people succeed. It gives me like a huge sense of uh, value and satisfaction. So getting getting kind of uh, a deeper connection with people and finding out what motivates them yeah. on a personal level too, that that's a huge part of the why. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, we're just all so different. So I mean, all of our individual gifts and and reasons why it's kind of exciting. It just makes this world more exciting. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. There's folks that have like, you know, a, a great engineering mind where I'm like, okay, let's, let's make this work with, uh, <laughs> with creative and maybe, maybe a little bit of numbers, but um, yeah, that just, there's so many different ways to, to provide help for others that results in, in a way of making a living that it's, there's, there's no shortage of, of ideas out there. And I think that's what makes makes it so much fun to be in, in the marketing space today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, why would you say you're more, I mean, more than the reasons you just mentioned, why would you say you're more interested in maybe marketing, you'd say? Uh, yeah, I just always had, uh, growing up, I had an interest in, um, I was always pretty strong at math. Um, and then I also had an interest in psychology and sociology. So really understanding both uh, singular behavior and collective behavior was always really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, a lot of my friends, we'd always have kind of deep philosophical chats about why, why does that person do that? Why are they like, you know, why did they decide to go in that field or why are they dating so-and-so? It's just really yeah. understanding someone's motivations uh, helped kind of um, help sh shape I guess what has enabled me to be successful and um, understanding people and having that empathy as to why why people do the things that they do is just fascinating to me. Yeah, thank you for expanding on that. Yeah, I totally agree on that. Just to transition, though, mm -hmm. what would you say is your biggest like rock to move on your journey to seven figures right now? Yeah, that. That would be great. Uh, I think the uh, the biggest rock is is freeing up more time, mm -hmm. and the way that I see that happening is getting stronger at my processes and and continuing to to hire the right people. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's continuing to let go in order to to grow. Yeah, it would, would be my biggest hurdle at this point. Yeah. Can you gauge on what you're trying to let go on systems, processes? Uh, yeah, I think um, there's a lot of things that I like to have insight over to insight into and and whether that's, you know, just just managing a client's budget on a monthly level. These are things or, you know, accounting tasks that I, I probably can get, you know, an email summary on every week. So it's a lot of administrative yes. stuff that I'd love to get um, to get off my plate and enable me to focus more on 
on sales and strategy mm. rather than uh, execution and administration. Yeah. Thank you for expanding on that. You know, do you happen to have any favorite agency scaling influencers? You've mentioned some books as well, but maybe authors that have really helped you during your journey. Yeah, I would say uh, uh, Robert Cialdini. He uh, there's a book called Persuasion that I really like. A lot of the a lot of the stuff that I that I like is typically on psychology mm. and uh, philosophy. Um, so some of these books aren't directly marketing related, but uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, learning how to be a little bit more stoic in in my emotions and how I'm handling client uh, interactions and employee interactions. That has helped a lot as well. As far as uh, you know, there's some uh, there's some influencers. Um, Backlinko is a great blog. Um, the psychology of marketing is an excellent follow on on um, Twitter and LinkedIn. So those are kind of some of the some of the people that I enjoy I enjoy following. Nice. Thank you for just sharing that. I'm sure our listeners yeah. will appreciate that. You know, yeah. I've really enjoyed this conversation. I would, I would love to transition. What would you say is your biggest piece of advice for agency owners or your peers listening to this? Yeah, I would uh, say give yourself, give yourself three years. <laughs> uh, that might sound like a long time to people, but it's really not. Just keep, keep at it. Keep focusing. Um, the industry is loaded with. Uh, you know, people that aren't authentic. So, so be real, be authentic and, and be selective about who you work for. Um, I think at the beginning I took on, again, I took on some projects that maybe were sinking ships. So focus on ships that are on the rise. Thank you for saying that. We're, can you expand more on how you were able to be selective? Like what would you, what was some like a red flag, I guess I would say. <laughs> yeah, uh, red flags to me are clients that have been through a few agencies in a year, clients that um, say like, oh, I need this to work or I'm going to go out of business. Um, clients that are uh, overbearing Mm. So they want to have control and insight into everything. Those are those are pretty big red flags for me. They tend to have bigger churn. So I'm spe- you know I would spend a ton of time trying to close them, and then they would end up leaving. Mm. Um, and that's just a huge, uh, you know, it doesn't it's not profitable in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing your piece yeah. of advice. How can people get in contact with you? Yeah, you can reach me on uh, on LinkedIn at Andre Rosedahl or at our website at synthesisinsights.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time and have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure.